Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. No! If they don't figure it out with Patrick Lyonet, I guarantee Patrick Lyonet wins this battle. Uh, Tortorella will not win it after trading Pierre-Luc Dubois for him. How about that? I know John Tortorella very, very well. He wears on you. He's tough. He demands 100%, which every coach should. But I truly believe you can't coach each player the exact same way. This is the Rod Peterson Show. It is. Good morning, Canada and Canadian sports fans around the world. Welcome to the RP Show. I'm just trying to share this in all the various groups. And I said to Dupes before we went to air, I can't wait until the day that we're big enough that I don't personally have to go into Facebook and share this show to all my Facebook friends. Well, that'd be some. We're not there yet. (laughs) How about that? Big day today on the program. Some big names uh, in sports. Sean Reynolds joining us from Sportsnet Winnipeg. He'll have a take on what uh, Matthew Barnaby said yesterday, I'm sure, on Patrick Laine being benched in Columbus. Isn't that something? Yeah. Uh, that's our poll question today. I'm going to jump right into it. Our poll question for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center. Who lasts longer in Columbus, John Tortorella or Patrick Laine? And I need to think about that for a while. Usually the player, the coach lasts longer. What are they saying on Facebook there? Yeah, Patrick Laine, 67%. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying necessarily that I agree yet. I, I got to think about this. This came up in our <clears throat> the pre-show meeting. It was Clark's idea. And I, I, I like the poll question. I don't know what they're saying on Twitter. I smell a face-off. Yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do too. Um, let me find it here. What are they saying on Twitter? Yeah, Liney. <laughs> 59% say Patrick Liney will outlive John Tortorella in Columbus. I got a great Columbus story, by the way. Best, uh, best talk I ever had with my dad was in Columbus, Ohio. Really? I'll save it for later in the program because everybody's all geeked up about what we're going to talk about today. Uh, Sean Reynolds of Sportsnet Winnipeg. John Murphy, the assistant GM of the Toronto Argonauts. And Ricky Collins Jr., our good buddy, former Rough Rider Eskimo. And BC Lion will be with us, and maybe he'll announce what team he's signing with today. That'd be cool. That would be cool, Ricky. Don't let us down, bud. Let's go to the quick six show topics, please, Uh, Jordan. Do you understand that's the horn from the General Lee in Dukes of Hazard? Do you guys know that? Do you know that? So Jordan's, <laughs> can we go back to the old one? They're having some fun. Yeah, they're having fun back there. Why don't you use some of those uh, effects while we go through the quick six, quick six show topics here? Like it doesn't help our podcast listeners, but if you got something, let's just spice it up today. <clears throat> the new viewers have no idea what I'm talking about. So they no. will. Hit it. Come on. You can't found one yet. Find one. Like that. <laughs> Keep them coming. 
Anyways, here are the quick six show topics, and then I'll, uh, I'm going to rattle through them and then spend some more time on them. Number one, day one CFL free agency recap. Number two, Tuesday NHL leftovers. Number three, Dr. Shahab, this province's top doctor, has confirmed a bubble concept for the Western Hockey League's East Division. Number four, Dak Prescott's been left out of the Dallas Cowboys hype video. It's front page news in Dallas. Don't laugh. Point five, where will Cameron Judge go? There's been a lot of talk about uh, that. Last year's West Division Most Outstanding Canadian has not signed with anybody yet in CFL free agency. And point six, more on the Bell TSN cuts. So those are our quick six here in the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. Come in and warm up at the Four Seasons. Your home for the NHL and UFC. So to the day one CFL free agency recap, I'm calling it up from our website, rodpeterson.com, with the actual Canadian press update was, I saw somebody say last night on Twitter, <clears throat> where you know it's got to be true if it's on twi- Twitter, right? Be. That it was a snooze fest, that day one of CFL free agency was a snooze fest. And I thought, what are you talking about? That, that, that's in no way true. You're being a Debbie Downer or a... Dawn Downer on that, because let's be honest, for those that have covered the CFL for a long time, and for those that have been fans of the CFL for a long time, I've long said you've got phase one, phase two, phase three free agents. Well, phase one free agents were last week. Charleston Hughes, Nick Arbuckle, Matt Nichols, that was all got out of the way. So they opened free agency on Tuesday with phase two free agents. I don't think anybody would argue with that. That's right. These weren't sexy names, but James Wilder Jr., Comes out of his retirement. There's a big name. He might have been the biggest name to switch teams in free agency on Tuesday. And uh, so the Montreal Alouettes here signing six defensive players. Almondo Sewell, Nick Usher, uh, Nick Usher, Michael Wakefield, and Woody Barron. Also linebackers Patrick Levels and Chris Aki. Siante Evans signing with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Linebacker Enoch Mwamba still out there. There's some intrigue there. Enoch likes to get paid. And by the way, who doesn't? But I'd like to also point out, if you wait long in this climate, you might be in this game of musical chairs. The music might stop and you might not have a chair. Is there a chance of that? Remember Darrell Walker? Oh, yeah. Same thing happened to him. It was the same thing, right? So, yeah, you might end up without a chair if you wait too long. I think, you know, when, when the idea of it being a snooze fest is thought about, I think it's because when you think about yesterday... We don't think about CFL free agency. We think about their media partner totally usurping all of the headlines in, our, in all of our conversations. <clears throat> oh, and I'm saying nice partner, Bell is of TSN. And um, this is why people love this show. I, I, I know it because you're not going to see what I say on any other network or uh, radio station in the country. But this is the truth. Anytime any of us have dared to criticize TSN for how they treat the CFL... Usually somebody older than us says, hey, 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 shut your mouth, because there would not be a CFL without TSN. They write the check to save this league. Well, I kind of quietly under my breath, and I'm going to say it aloud now, think this. It's like the husband who just ignores his wife. It's a loveless marriage. It's, he just, you know, he goes out and does his own thing, and she's there, and finally she stands up and goes, you know, you don't treat me very well. And he's like, what are you talking about? I pay your bills, don't you? Don't I? What are you bitching about? That's what it seems like to me. It could be better. So don't say, hey, we're, we're paying all your bills. We're paying your salary cap. It could be so much better. Fair? Yeah, that's fair. Absolutely, it could be better. I mean, 
we want to stroke a check and, and think that we've t- that's we've done our responsibility, right? Right. There's more to it than that, and it's day in and day out being a good partner and, and having your equal part of the relationship is more than just money. And incidentally, I'm not criticizing TSN for what they do. I also understand that there would not be a CFL without TSN, but it could be better. That's all that I'm saying. 46 minutes into Sports Center was when they got it to the CFL, and what they mentioned was that Solomon Elamimian had retired. There was nothing about Micah Johnson that I saw going to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders or Evan Johnson, Johnson as in Johnson as I like to say, or any of these big names like Don Unamba, the president going to Ottawa, uh, Michael O'Connor, the Canadian quarterback signing with Calgary, the BC Lions signing Lucky Whitehead. We're a big fan of him here. Yeah, he's been on the show. Uh, Winnipeg signing long snapper Mike Benson, who's a Winnipeg product, and the Argos signing quarterback Antonio Pipkin. There was no coverage of that, but that's fine. I'm not complaining about TSN. What I've said here with this show is that we're the anti-TSN. And when we've knocked all these achievements, like going to Game Plus TV, national television, 31 states in the United States, and people say, that's great. Next, you'll be on TSN or Sportsnet. We're like, no, no, no. That's not what we want. We want to build up what we're doing. And that's through CFL coverage and CHL coverage and all the other things that you don't get on that channel. Boy, am I going deep on CFL free agency. Yeah, but it's, I mean, that's inexcusable to not have that at or near the top of your coverage. It's one of the biggest days in the calendar of the league. Mm-hmm. You know, I couldn't imagine another league and free agency not being in the first opening block of the show. But <clears throat> from our viewers... <sighs> Roger Yee, good morning, Rod Squad, checking in from Calgary. Serious question, who thinks there will actually be a CFL season this year? I seriously hope there is, but I am not holding my breath. I think there will be a CFL season. Let's go with that. Corey DeTavio in Winnipeg says, like my marriage counselor. Which part? Are you ignoring your wife? Dion Langevin, hello from Cranbrook, B.C., from Kim Kret, so true, Roddy, so true. Perhaps we need another network not based in Toronto. Listen, it's in my commentary today on Cat Country 98 FM. This hashtag boycott bell, it ain't going to work. Do you remember the boycott the gas? Remember, don't get gas on Wednesday. That'll teach them. I know. It didn't work to fight against rising fuel prices. And uh, I would rather go without gasoline and oxygen than TSN. So I'm not purporting any, <laughs> any banning of TSN or Bell. I'm not. I think they could do better for the CFL, but that's just me. How many times have I said I am not to be listened to? <clears throat> you ready to move on? Sure. Tuesday NHL. Le- oh, I deleted the tweet. Tuesday NHL leftovers. I'm going to have to go from memory. Uh, the Oilers, it would be nice if they played Ottawa 56 times. They'd be 56-0. and 0. Uh, Number two, Pierre-Luc Dubois in his debut with the Winnipeg Jets last night. Again, the Sam Mitchell line. Zero, zero, zero. And minus one. And even he said after the game he could play better. Here's one. Ron Hextall and Brian Burke are going to the Pittsburgh Penguins to run the team. I was talking to a former Philadelphia Flyer yesterday, and he goes, how about that? Berkey and Hexie, two former Flyers, two old Flyers. Well, I put that in my leftovers, and I had a guy who will not 
his nickname or his initials are TP. He gets in my face today and he goes, when was Brian Burke ever a flyer? He's regarded as a Philly guy, okay? I don't, why am I explaining myself to you? This came from a Philly Flyer alum who said two former Flyers are now running the Penguins. Thought it was funny. Why am, why am I having to defend I don't know. this? I don't know. Uh, I said, here come the Hawks. And a guy emailed yep. me the show account. He was upset. He's in Okotoks, Alberta. And he said uh, that I had mentioned the struggling Blackhawks yesterday. He's a Blackhawks fan. He took umbrage with that. He said the Blackhawks are 6-1-3, and three, second place in the Central. Well, Clark went to the big board. Producer Clark looked it up, and they're like, everybody behind them has four games in hand on them. Can't deny they've had points in 10 of their last 11, but they're not Stanley Cup contenders yet. Not yet. No, they're going to have to prove this. They're coming. Over more than just a couple of weeks of the season. From Patrolman Pete on YouTube comments. He says, give Dubois a break. The guy was in quarantine and not skating for two weeks, and he only had a couple of practices with the new team. He'll be fine. I don't think Patrolman Pete's looking for a fight at all. I knew when I put out that stat line that they would get upset. I knew that. All I did was put out what his stat line was. No opinion. No, no opinion. Quoting Sam Mitchell. Zero, zero, zero. Minus one. You take it from there. And they did. Yeah. Point three, Dr. Shahab, he's the top doctor in this province. He's doing great work, keeping everybody safe and healthy from the virus. He confirmed in a news conference on Tuesday that they are looking at a bubble concept for the Western Hockey League's East Division. No date was given. Did you read any of the quotes by chance? Yeah, I looked at it. I've seen some of them. He said this bubble is working in every other league that's using it across Canada. So if the WHL can pull it off, we're game. That was pretty positive to me. Very positive. And now, you know, it feels like the next step is, you know, what's Manitoba going to do? Right? They have to play ball. And will they make an announcement, you know, in the the next day or two? We're hoping so, right? But they, you know, reduce some of the restrictions where they can let the teams out. And if those teams can get clearance, then we probably fast track towards a bubble being announced. But yeah, that's exciting that he's on board. It's a big start. Big start. <clears throat> um, I'm trying to straddle this with uh, the comments. William May says, Three Down Nation said the CFL's to starting talks about the start of the league. Now, I believe they're going to play. So if you don't, why are you watching? Point four, Dakota Prescott left out of the Dallas Cowboys hype video. Um, couple points on that. One, I'm watching ESPN as I do every morning. And my wife said to me, oh, what's ESPN going to talk about now that the NFL season's done? I said, the NFL. That's something that the CFL could get their head around and become a 12-month league. And believe me, they don't want to. I'm not going to go too deep into that other than I've sat in the meetings where they've said, let's just go dark for a period of six months, three to six months. Let's not do any interviews. You can't fight that. No, you can't. But whereas ESPN, I said, watch, Cindy, they will be talking about the NFL every morning on Get Up year-round. And we love it. We can't get enough of it. So this morning, it was about Dak Prescott being left out of the Dallas Cowboys, did a two-minute video hyping next season, season tickets, blah, blah, blah. And Dak Prescott wasn't in the video. Listen, I'm a Cowboys fan, man. That's putting it right on the tee for me. The question of whether he should be in there or not 
what Dominique Foxworth said this morning, and I love him. He goes, who knows if Jerry Jones was consulted on that video? And I'm thinking, I wouldn't be shocked if it went all the way up to Jarrah's office. Jarrah, <laughs> we did this video downstairs in the content department. You just could have a look at it before we send it out here. <clears throat> Sounds good. Dak ain't in there, right? No, sir. Go ahead. (laughs) He's not under contract. By his choice, Dak Prescott blew up his ankle in what? Week four last year? Five? His season was over. It was his decision to take the franchise tender, which means a one-year contract, and gamble that he'll be worth more after the season, and it didn't work. That gamble blew up in his face. No, he shouldn't be in the hype video. There was a lot of alumni, but also some stars, right? I didn't watch the video, but I'm assuming Zeke Elliott and Amari Cooper and whoever else. Not Dak Prescott. You don't want to be part of what we're doing here? That was your decision. You're not coming in our video. That makes perfect sense to me. Yeah, yeah, and and we want to read the tea leaves, right? means they don't want him back. That means he's not in their future plans because as soon as he is traded, signed somewhere else, isn't coming back, then they got to redo the video, right? Yes. So I get it, being safe, but it's your quarterback. Every quarterback in the history of football and every single team is on the poster, on the cover of the magazine, on the program, and in the hype video. So I understand why Cowboys fans would get a little squirrely when for the first time in 100 years, the quarterback doesn't appear in a piece of promo, right? But, I, but you get where I'm coming but from. But I get where you're coming And from. I'm coming from the wisdom of a few trips around the sun. Dak Prescott is a 20-something quarterback. He's a young kid. But I'm sitting there going, life's about choices. Dak, you made your choice. Don't blame your agent. Don't blame your brother. You made the choice. You're not part of what we're doing here. Don't be mad. Uh, anyways, point five is where will Cam Judge go, but we'll discuss that later. Point six is more on the bell cuts, and I could go on on that all day, but we're out of time right now, so uh, we got time. We got time later. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sean Reynolds joins us next from Winnipeg. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV Network across 10 provinces and 31 states. Live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Here we go. (laughs) This is going to be good. In three, two, one. Support for the Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Dupes, what do you use to shave your nuts? Uh, not Manscaped. We only got <laughs> delivered one. We just got, <laughs> we only got one. I will be using Manscaped shortly and I hope to live to tell the tale, but I think it's going to be good. They're saying this is better than what we have been using before. If you get the review, then maybe I'll pick one up after. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. The Manscaped engineering team spent 18 months perfecting the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created and just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. 
I got to say, these guys are talking a big game. I was going to say, how long has it been since you took care of things? Uh, not that long, but uh, you're going to learn more. 20% off now with the promo code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. It is, and I'm just going to check the Prairie Mobile text line. It's open and ready to roll at 840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaskTel Mobility Center, headquartered in Winnipeg. It's Ray from the six. The 416, he says, says, hi, Rod, is there any big surprise line A was benched? The only question was how long it would take. I believe the GM can take his share of the blame, and he has to get players that Torts likes to play or cut bait with Torts. The most skilled isn't always the best solution for Tortorella. And there's a comment that came in from Winnipeg, if Clark can put it up on the screen. Dale Berezuk, love the show. My son wants you guys on radio. We have a spot here now in Winnipeg. Well... I don't know. That's not, my, that's not my area. I just sit here and talk every day. Where are we going? You found us. That's good enough for me now. Where we go from here, we'll see. Uh, Sportsnet's Sean Reynolds joins us from the aforementioned Manitoba Capital today. He's got his lid on today I had a, and a Spurs lid. I've got to ask you, Sean, have you lost weight or did you grow your hair out or both? It struck me the other day watching you on TV. It's both. I, I I lost the weight in here, and I'm trying to grow it back with the hockey hair. So yeah, I, I uh, uh, as the story goes, I was heading to the bubble in Edmonton to cover the playoffs, and uh, I'd been in quarantine for a while, and went to put the suits on, and two thirds of them didn't fit. So that was a problem. I needed to take care of that, and I uh, uh, did some exercise and some better eating. I dropped 40 pounds uh, before Christmas. So uh, yeah, I needed to needed to get the house in order, so to speak. You know, the the quarantine hits everybody in different ways. It hit me hard, uh, so I needed to hit back. Good for you. I just thought that my suits shrunk. That's what I, that's what I thought. Dang, <laughs> it might be me. Anyways, we got a lot of things to get to with you, but let's start with the Flames beating the Jets last night by one. It seems to me that these teams are very even. I figured it would be a one-goal game, kind of a disputed ending in the, in the contest. Uh, how did you feel about that Jets-Calgary game last night at the Dome? Yeah, it looks like every time these two teams are going to play, they're going to be right there with each other. I think there was a little bit of a feeling that maybe the Flames had taken steps to get ahead of the Jets, the way things went in the playoffs last year. But, I mean, you take Line A out of that lineup and Shifley out of that lineup with injury, and that just so affects the depth that the Jets had in that situation that I think, you know, people feel like uh, Calgary was maybe a step above. Um, I had them finishing ahead of the Jets in this division, but uh, clearly uh, the the way that those two teams play when they get it against each other, it's always a tight game. The same as it is between the Jets and Edmonton, to be honest. So um, as for last night's game, it, it it looked to me like, you know, that was the fourth straight game that the Jets had played Calgary. Calgary played a game against Edmonton in between, which I think was good for them. It sparked a little bit of life back into that team, uh, them igniting things with the, the Battle of Alberta, because they were looking a little flat to me by the end of that three-game set. I think the Jets who are playing a better five-man defensive game this year look to be kind of wearing them down, frustrating them, making them take, you know, 
decisions that that I'm not used to seeing that Calgary team make, uh, putting taking risks that didn't pay off for them. So um, what I saw in that game last night was a return to Calgary kind of buckling down and and i think that that's the kind of game that you can expect from both those teams when you see them playing against each other for the rest of this season and potentially into the playoffs right so i'll be honest i watched two periods of the game and i really didn't notice pierre luke dubois i looked up the stat line after zero 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 minus one and even he said he could be better what were the expectations in winnipeg for dubois first game as a jet not much at all, I don't think. And that's not saying anything about the player. It's saying, about, you know, talking about the two-week quarantine. I believe he said in the postgame yesterday he'd never been injured before. So he'd never missed time. And so all of a sudden he goes from, what was it, game five to game 14 or 15 or something like that. Uh, I guess not not in the, the Jets' case. But, uh, I mean, he misses two weeks of time and uh, spent that time trying to stay in shape. Uh, in his living room with equipment that the Jets had dropped off that he could uh, that he could take part in. Uh, that may work for you and I, uh, but when you're you know an elite level athlete, uh, you know getting those reps in, being on the ice, staying sharp, uh, it's the difference between succeeding and not succeeding on the ice. So Paul Maurice had said, you know, he's only going to get better. He liked some of the things that he saw from him. Um, but I don't think they were expecting him to go out and score three goals and light it up. Uh, although I think they were doing everything they could last night to kind of spark a fire. They started, they put Kyle Connor, who, you know, is basically the Jets best scorer on his line to try and get something going there. They started with Trevor Lewis, I think simply because he was a right wing uh, and moved him off fairly quickly and put Mason Appleton up there. Who's got, you know, uh, it's legs to burn. You know, he can he can really move and has been putting the puck in the net and having some success. So they're trying to get him going, you know, maybe create some early confidence. But, you know, the fact that he played the way he did last night and wasn't able to produce, I don't think surprises anyone, and I don't think anyone's worried about it. So what everybody wants to talk about today is Patrick Laine and the benching yes. the other night. <laughs> yeah. Were you surprised it happened this soon? I am surprised. I'm really surprised. And, you know, the first thing that I thought, because I was watching the game as it happened and was kind of blown away because, you know, one, you're you're thinking, you know, here's a, a new player, a star player, you know, clearly the, the biggest star power they would have other than maybe Seth Jones. Uh, and even then, probably, you know, the biggest star power they would have. And, you know, he's coming into a new system. He's been through a bit of a quarantine. It's been through, you know, a tough situation in Winnipeg. Um, and, and you'd think that, that what it would take for a guy like that to be benched in a situation like that, you'd think you'd be giving him all the rope you could considering the situation that he's coming out of. Uh, but, I mean, with the reports coming out that he had, uh, I don't want to call it an altercation, uh, but it sounds like he, he didn't respond too well to one of the assistant coaches. Um, I was surprised, to be honest with you. I didn't really see that coming. I didn't think that or expect that he was going to be benched. I think that he's been a good teammate. I think that a lot of times when you take guys who have, you know, offensive capabilities like that, you've got to learn to take the good with the bad. So uh, I don't look at him as being a player who needs to be, you know, he, he's, I think, got three goals since he showed up there. I think he was a goal a game player. I don't know what else you're asking for a guy. Do you need him to be the most offensive player on the team? Probably not, but you do need him to check in. But, you know, I think they've made it clear there that it's more about the interaction with, with uh, one of the staff members that has caused that issue. So I was surprised to see that uh, and hoping that they can figure that out there because, I mean, clearly at this stage, you know, the Columbus Blue Jackets need Patrick Laine and, 
And Patrick Laine, who's under contract or under team control with that team for another three years, needs the Columbus Blue Jackets. Were you surprised because you couldn't believe that Laine would lip off a coach? Like, because you've been around him? Is that why you were surprised? Or why were you surprised? Yeah, I mean, it just seems like for something like that to happen that quickly, uh, he doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who who would, you know, tell a coach that he barely knows off. I mean, I don't know. Maybe frustrations were boiling to the surface. Anything I would do at this stage would be speculating. But, yeah, I, I didn't see that coming. I, I mean, I had thought I'd saw a couple of the plays uh, and thought, okay, maybe that's why he's getting benched. And if that's the case, boy, oh, boy, is, is John Tortorella setting – uh, a precedent here. And, and look, I've had conversations with some people about the industry. John Tortorella is a coach of a team that probably doesn't have the best lineup. And yet two years ago, they knocked off the Tampa Bay lightning in four straight games in the playoffs. And last year they knock off the Toronto Maple Leafs. This is a team that succeeds because it gets buy-in. And I think it's trouble. It, you, you don't get buy-in from the rest of your team. If you're going to make exceptions for certain guys. So I had thought, you know, maybe that's the case, but just doing it so early, I thought was risky. And, you know, affecting the relationship that you have with Patrick Liney. If it's a case where he's, you know, having a improper interaction with a coach, I don't think that's something that you can ignore. But yeah, I'm surprised it happened. I, I didn't see something like that coming. And it makes me want to know what happened that led up to that. It would be great to hear both sides of the story. The uh, poll question today is who will last longer in Columbus, Torts or Line A? And it's presented by Capital Auto Mall or in Winnipeg, Capital Ford, right across from Polo Park Mall. Glenn Elm writes in on YouTube. He says, if Line A was smart, he'd embrace Torts. He's only going to make him better. Eh, it's hard to tell... A young kid that. And the the burning question I have for you, Sean, this is where I noticed your striking weight loss, was your stand-up the <laughs> other day on Paul Maurice calling out the Winnipeg media. And I had to shoot a text to a Winnipeg media member. I said, who was Paul calling out? And he says, it was, every, it was all of Winnipeg. It wasn't one reporter. It was just the negativity in town. Did I get the right report on that? Did you get off Kyle Connor here? We're six, three, and one, which they were at the time, and that was the basis of your report. Uh, was that a testy day? Oh yeah, yeah. And so, <laughs> so it, it was. It was me who asked the question that that Paul Maurice really went off on, and <laughs> and yeah, I, I I didn't take that as targeted at, at me. He'd refer, he'd referenced a number of different things that had happened. He'd referenced a question that had been asked by a different reporter the night before about a play that that uh, the report that reporter had thought. Blake Wheeler was at fault for a goal, and, and Paul Maurice took exception with that. Um, it, to me, he was calling out the media. He was calling out Twitter. He was calling out hockey fans, and he was essentially saying, you know, you got to back off my captain here. The question that I'd asked, essentially, because you could tell he was getting testy every time this came up with Blake <laughs> Wheeler. The, the, the question that I had asked was, do you think, based on what Blake Wheeler's done as a captain of this team, what he's done for the franchise, what he's done in the past, did, did he deserve a buff from this criticism that he was uh, receiving, you know, maybe to, for some time to get his game going again. And, and you know, I, I was just reading Elliot Friedman's 31 Thoughts, and 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 he'd said in there that part of that he thought was the fact that, you know, Paul Maurice thought, you know, uh, um, that Blake Wheeler deserves more. You know, being a guy who decides to stay in Winnipeg, stay with the team, has represented them so long. Um, I mean... 
my response to that is, you know, he stayed in Winnipeg because he got paid a whole lot of money, over $8 million to stick around over the course of a contract that is probably not going to be beneficial for the Winnipeg Jets by the time it's said and done. Uh, I'm not saying that he doesn't deserve credit for the things he's done. It's why I'd ask the question is because I recognize all the things that he's done. But I think what's happened here in this situation is if you were to ask Blake Wheeler and if you were to ask Paul Maurice to be honest about it whether Blake Wheeler was playing his best hockey or not right now the answer to that would be no so what Paul Maurice did was he jumped out he pushed back he put up his dukes and said anyone wants to fight I'm here I'm ready to go and tried to and has created some space uh for for Blake Wheeler to not be criticized now the issue with that is eventually the way that you stop the criticism is you just start playing so good you can't be criticized uh Paul Maurice has bought that time for Blake Wheeler Blake Blake Wheeler still a couple games later or at least one game later has yet to shut that criticism up with his play. And in the end, that's what it's going to take because the criticism will come back no matter how testy Paul Maurice gets if this situation continues. All right. Wonderful explanation. And by the way, viewer Brady says, love the Spurs cap, Sean. What's the story behind that? Have you been to AT&T Center? No, I haven't. And, you know, it's it's tough getting Spurs gear. I, I'm not the biggest fan of this hat, but it seems like you got to go to San Antonio to get a good Spurs hat. Like you, I'm a Cowboys fan. Uh, so that, I think, when I was younger, got me a little interested in Texas. But I was at a hockey camp in 1992, and a guy was wearing the old Spurs logo hat that had the pink and the blue in it. And I thought, you know what? Any team that's ballsy enough to have <laughs> pink in its logo, I like those guys, and I've been a Spurs fan ever since. And if you see David Robinson... Back in the day, I mean, the guy's got the most perfect athletic physique that's ever existed. I was a massive David Robinson fan. The he Admiral. me in, and it's been good years with them ever since. The Admiral, the man in my Oh, opinion. yeah, no, no, I'm a fan, believe me. And, hey, I was at a game in San Antonio a year and a half ago. Uh, Snoop Dogg and I were there. Uh, oh, he was, he was oh courtside. He was courtside, and I was in the nosebleeds. But I tell everybody that we were... Uh, we were there together. As long as you were there together, yeah. Hey, next time you go, make sure you give me a heads up. I need you to buy me one of these hats. Down oh, they there got a their pro wonderful shop. store. Wonderful store there. Great stuff, yeah. Okay, Sean, we're watching closely, as you can tell. Thanks for the time today, pal, and stay warm. Anytime. Can't wait till I'm on next time. All right, Sean Reynolds joining us from Sportsnet Winnipeg. Uh, Fear the Conspiracy writes in on YouTube. He says, I'm waiting for more big CFL news, more Argos news, especially. So hang on. We'll talk about uh, CFL free agency. Just so you know, we did a a massive recap at the start of the program today on day one. And uh, we'll talk about what's popping on day two when we come back. Viewer takeover as well. It's the RP show you're watching on Game Plus TV, Facebook, and YouTube Live. And listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome back, everybody. Just getting to some comments here. Ricardo watching. He's a Ticats fan. He says Mike Filer was the last remaining Hamilton Tiger Cat who played in Iverwin. Fans are going to miss him in the hammer. Um, Where was the comment? Can you get the comment from Devin in Burns Lake, B.C.? Watching, he had a comment regarding TSN radio. 
There it is. Good morning from Burns Lake, BC. Devastated for the loss of TSN radio stations. Hope all these guys out of work find some ground somewhere. Sad business to be in, but don't think I can be that. What does he say? But don't think it can be that shady when it comes to pulling the plug. Oh, it can be that shady. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Believe me. Anyways, we'll come back on that. But a sports update here. Elias Lindholm scored the winner with less than two minutes to go when the Calgary Flames earned a 3-2 home win over the Winnipeg Jets. Forward Pierre-Luc Dubois finally made his Jets debut after being acquired from Columbus two weeks ago. He played 13 minutes, didn't have a shot on net. The Oilers are above 500 for the first time this season after beating the Senators 3-2 in Ottawa. The Pittsburgh Penguins are under new management. The team has hired Ron Hextall as general manager and veteran NHL executive Brian Burke as president of hockey operations. I'd long heard, not from Berkey, but from a friend of Berkey's, they said he'll get back into hockey and hockey ops, but he wants to work for a team that the owner isn't an idiot. If he's answering to good guys, mm-hmm. he, he would do it. Where's he going? Pittsburgh. Who owns the team? Mario Lemieux. It's a perfect fit. He doesn't want to work for idiots. I know the feeling. Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes will have surgery this week on the turf toe injury he suffered in the playoffs. That likely will sideline him for the start of the offseason program, but ensure he'll be ready well before training camp. Kyle Busch snagged the first win of the new season, streaking past NASCAR champion Chase Elliott after Elliott spun leader Ryan Blaney in the final stretch of the exhibition Busch Clash. Bush led only the final 300 feet of the race, Darren. It was a win for Joe Gibbs Racing. For Bush, the win comes after a disappointing one-win season for the 2019 NASCAR champion. Oh, I'm no fly-by-night, hit-it-and-quit-it guy. I'm in on NASCAR. I fell in love with it last year, and I'm down. Yeah, clearly. It's cool. It's so cool. Auto racing in general. As soon as it melts, we'll be back in the car, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. This sports update for Ballers Rec Room. We can handle all your food and fun needs. Visit their website at ballersrecroom.com. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. We're uh, combining Facebook comments and YouTube comments, so I'm just trying to get my mind around all of them. And I'm worried for Darren's well-being because if you look over there, we're going to put the full shot on him. He's wearing a sweater and sandals. Yeah. And I've had some people wondering, what's your deal? It's 80 degrees in the studio. It is so bloody hot under these lights. I'm deaf. Oh, here's the, now they're showing your crotch. What's up with that? Is your fly open? I don't think so. <laughs> I think we're as, as, as speed, my dad, what's the speed limit to Texas? My dad would say if my fly was down, yeah. he'd go, you advertising? anyways it's the oh my feet oh my feet were up here i see was this what you wanted what did you want me to do anyways it's uh we got an airflow problem in the building right oh do we ever they can't they can't warm up downstairs and every time they turn the heat higher all it does is gets pumped into the studio but um yeah so i don't know i I have my winter boots like my, my my winter shoes and i wear those and then i get here and it's so hot i'm almost like contemplating changing into shorts <laughs> i almost put on a pair today too we'll get back to sports in a moment but i want to say this i i filmed a video last night late yesterday afternoon for a kid in the states he's a 15 year old hockey player who's losing his leg to ward off osteosarcoma 
okay? And it was from his mom. She said, can you do a video for my son? And I'm like, I'm going to go outside and film this. It was just a short, inspirational, motivational video, and they've asked a lot of people to do it for him, and I did. But I'm like, 30 seconds outside, and my face was frozen. I'm running back into the house going, that song, The Weeknd, I Can't Feel My Face. I've heard it's about cocaine, but maybe it was about living in Saskatchewan. It, it was insane. Be. It might be. And I'm right. thinking, you are so bloody soft. Because there's so many people that are outside working in a variety of occupations. You can handle it. You can be outside and film this video for Gage is his name. But uh, so to, to complain about how hot it is in this studio, nobody's crying tears no. for us. No, exactly. And I mean, it's... It's a small problem. It's not a, it's not a big issue. <laughs> what do you got? John Ohm in Winnipeg. Let me get the Ohm. Your flies down? <laughs> the moose is loose. <laughs> Hold up, Andre. That's outstanding. Andre the moose. That was sent in from vu- viewer Todd. Yeah. Thank you. Bill Lothian says, where does one find this? What do you find what? Now Lawless is texting me from Vegas. Everything is happening. The show, the moose, the. Uh... One of our sponsors asked me if I could get something cool from the Golden Knights for his six-year-old nephew, who's a Golden Knights fan in Saskatoon. I said, "What are you thinking?" He goes, "Well, can you hit up Lawless for something?" And uh, so we're trying. And Gary's like, "I can't get you anything autographed because they're not. We're not allowed to talk. We have not seen the players face to face in almost a year." Wow. That's, and that's and that's I was saying to somebody the other day, if there was a Peter King, because Peter King's basically retired, I would like somebody to take me inside the NHL or NFL and tell me how they're living their life. Because Peter King would have done that. Yes. For the NFL. They're being tested three times a day. They're staying in this hotel. They're wearing these badges that have laser beams shooting off of them. That's what's happening in the NFL. I don't know what's going on in the NHL. For Gary to say that was a major uh, revelation to me. He's like, we can't, we don't have any access to the players. Wow. I know. So now he's saying, what, what else can I do? That's wild. Like, you, yeah, you think that they're, they're open and back to playing, but you still don't have that interaction. No. We'll be back. We'll be back after this break with viewer takeover. And that is always fun. So get your comments ready. Prairie mobile text line, 840-8777, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus TV, YouTube, and Facebook Live daily. And listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Okay, viewer takeover, and we're going to do something here now that we don't normally do, and that is, what's a highly underrated movie? This is so last May, right? Like, what's your top ten this? What's your top five that? What's your greatest sports movie? But I was just saying, the the worst thing that happened to the movie Hall Pass is that it came out a week before The Hangover. Oh, yeah. Because The Hangover just crushed it. There were so many great lines in Hall Pass. Yes. Owen Wilson and your twin. Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis, yeah. What is an underrated movie that never got its due? And don't say Slapshot because it's regarded as a cult classic. 
Yeah. Right? So it's, you can't, it can't be that. What is an underrated movie? Period. Please. Uh, Mike Hogan writes in. He's the voice of the Toronto Argonauts. He says, good luck interviewing Murph. He's quiet by nature. I'm just worried we won't have enough time. It's only a two-hour show. You know who also was like that was Eric Tillman. I was interviewing him for my book, the best-selling book called Green Magic on the Rough Riders. Mm -hmm. I literally ran out of tape. I think I had two and a half hours tape. And I'm like, "Uh, E.T., I I, I can't. You're going to have to stop, man. My two and a half hours of tape is up. Wow. On YouTube, viewer EAF writes in and says, did I miss John Murphy? No, that's next hour. Viewer takeover is uh, here. Hey, Ray in Toronto says Youngblood. I'm with you there. Yeah. Rob Lowe, did you watch it? Oh, yeah, very underrated. What was the guy's name, the tough guy, Racky, Nick Racky? Wasn't that his name? And whoever the girl was in that movie was highly underrated as well. They would say they played the love interest of Rob Lowe. That's right. How about the billet? Oh, <laughs> Spicy. We don't need to know that part of junior hockey. This was purely <laughs> fiction. <laughs> Mrs. McGillicuddy, she came out with the tea. <clears throat> Scott in Saskatoon writes in from the 290. Rod, what did you think of the Knights' third jersey? Sorry if you already commented late to the party. Didn't already comment on it, so thanks for the question, Scott. I thought they were hot. I thought they were tight. But if I had to... Buy a jersey, which I'm actually saying to Lawless. I might make put an order in there, too, for myself. Being that I'm not a jersey guy, I don't ever wear jerseys. No. I just I have this fetish for them. I bought this Pats one, this Warriors one. The Estevan Bruins dropped this one out. There's something about them. I collect them. I never use them. That, yeah. There's got to be some sort of psychological condition. That there's a name for that. Yeah, you don't wear them. I don't wear them, but I love looking at them and owning them. Yeah, I'd rather wear a hoodie or a quarter zip or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I've got the same thing. I don't wear them, and I'm like, they don't fit right. And I want them on the wall, maybe. That's about it. But Yeah. Um, I would buy a gold jersey. Mm-hmm. I would buy a Golden Knights gold jersey. The red, they did what they could do. They did the most with what they had. They want to sell third jersey merchandise to Golden Knights. I would wear a red Golden Knights golf shirt with that cross swords on it. I would wear it. That's my team, though. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't think I'd be into seeing a bunch of red Golden Knights merch, though. It would just feel weird. A golf shirt's different, right? Like you can get. I mean, we have RP show. You know, you've got the shirts teal, green, blue, red, black, white, right? Like. That's okay, but... Uh, Lewis Lawner, watching, he says, I need to ad- we need to address the cluttered desk. Greetings from St. Louis. Go Argos! Lewis, I don't come to your house and tell you how to rearrange your house, so don't come to mine and tell me how to arrange mine. Please and thank you. William May writes in and says he watched Tiger on Crave, and it was great. Alan, the intern, the Asian sensation, says, Uncle Buck, John Candy, highly underrated. Was it underrated? I mean, for your generation, yes, but I mean. Oh, no. When he said to his girlfriend's kid's teacher, here's a quarter. (laughs) Go down to the bus station and get a rat to gnaw that thing off your face. (laughs) I hyperventilated for two days from Caesar, Darren Bradley. Me, myself, and Irene. 
For your information, you used that on yourself. That's good. Remember that line? Yeah. You know what she was dangling there? Yeah. I do. A sex toy. From John in Winnipeg. Again, John Ohm. Ohm. Where did it go? He says, anything John Candy. I lost a comment from I John. have eight Winnipeg Jets jerseys. <laughs> okay. Next hour, John Murphy, and I promise to tone it down. Okay. Uh, thanks to uh, Sean Reynolds of Sportsnet Winnipeg. Ricky Collins Jr. and Murph next hour. Stick around, everybody. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca Cola, Pepsi, or 7 Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.